0: Welcome to the Foghorn Podcast, hosted with Jasmine Navarro,
1: a certified family coach at With An authentic podcast interviewing 18 to 24 year olds who share their inspiring stories, following her mission of giving the youth a voice. Tune in to be inspired. Today I would like to share a story of how a low self-esteem girl uh, managed to break down her emotional wall and is slowly becoming mentally stronger.
0: Wow. That sounds really inspiring. So how old were you when this started and what happened?
1: So I was 10 years old and um, at 10, I was this um, tall girl and I got bullied. So I was stripped away from my group of friends and was turned to like an outcast. And the worst thing is, yeah, I have no idea what I was verbally accused of. It just happened one day. Really? So they got yeah. So they got it behind my back, they, they made funny comments, they, they even vandalized my table, just like a small portion of
0: it. Wow. Wait, so, let's just go back. So so you were yeah. ten years old. You were yes. at school, everything was fine. Everything was fine. <laughs> and then suddenly, the next day you went to school, what happened? And yeah. Yeah,
1: it, it just happened on that day. Uh, like my group of friends just suddenly turned against me. I, I went on to say hi to them and they just didn't respond. And the next thing I know, it was recess. and. Uh, yeah, they, they gossip about me. They made funny comments about me. And uh, I think like days became months. So no like, they start, yeah, they start doing bolder actions. So like they vandalized my table and yeah, they, they went around the class and telling me, or uh, telling other students uh, what they had against me, which until this day, I still have no idea what it
0: is. But what, um, yeah. You must have it been just, shocked. You must have been yeah. shocked. Like how were yeah. you feeling when that happened? I I
1: grew really small, like emotionally small, and became really insecure about myself because I thought um maybe it was because of my body or my my height, because I was this like I was um about one six zero cm back in ten years old, so. Yeah, thoughts like what did I do wrong or like what are they yeah. laughing about? All these thoughts consumed me, and yeah, yeah as as you know, like um from the uh, child development psychologist, I think Piaget, he he uh like mm-hmm. age seven to eleven years old, he mentioned that that's when a child began to think, and that's when development starts to change. So. What happened to my behavior was I decided to skip a couple of class and even take longer um, toilet breaks just to avoid the laughter, the gossip. And I, yeah, I began to act tough on the outside and I just, uh, yeah, in the hopes that they won't bother me
0: that much. Did so, you, did you hmm. ever say anything to them? Like what's happened? Like you were my friend yesterday, what's happened today?
1: Yeah, I did, but they just ignored me. They gave me a cold shoulder and they just walk off. So, yeah, so because of this, like, because of the behaviors that happened, I, I grew in this, uh, I developed, like, a change of behavior. So I, instead of facing my problems, I, I ran away and yeah. I, I built this tough exterior, this this shield, yeah. like a wall that allows me to behave in a way that nothing gets to me. But thankfully, um, it only lasts about a couple of months, and after that, it it's okay from then on.
0: That's a long time. So you were ten, and this I was time, ten, and it went on for a couple of months. So that's every day for a couple of months. Yeah, and I,
1: I guess like when this happened, it 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 just changes changes you, and you bring this behavior, this change of behavior, to pre uh preteen. So at teenager, um, like about 13 years old, I went to high school and what's worse is I was conformed by the society pressure to like be just be included in a group because I don't want that to happen again because yeah. it, it's painful, right? Yeah, yeah. so um, I did manage to find a group, however, um, they are a group of friends that are not really um great in a sense because they bullied another girl no way and what's worse is i'm in this group but i was just a bystander i i didn't take part of the bullying i i was just in the group i was just at the back row just witnessing everything from gossips to like um like verbally talking to that person and like just Um, condoning
0: and like saying all the bad
1: stuff to this person
0: that's horrendous and you probably knew what she was feeling because you had been through that did you so you you just couldn't do anything you just felt like yeah
1: so that's when like the um like I felt really incompetent like why what am I so afraid of like to stand against the to stand against like my group of friends so yeah, I just felt um really disappointed in myself, and like this. That's when like you know the bricks of the wall starts to build up. I start I start feeling more um like low self esteem because of this, oh, and yeah.
0: because guilty. of that,
1: feeling yeah, yeah, feeling guilty, and I feel like yeah, like I should partake in this so that I can belong in this group, and that's that made me felt even more guilty because. Yeah, it made me feel incompetent as well. Like, why am I unable to speak up? So, um, yeah, like, you know, like when you hang out with a bunch of group that is like some sort of like popular group. So uh, we keep hanging out and my grades went down and that's when...
0: Sorry, they, were, were the group that you were hanging out with, were they always yeah. bullying somebody? Like, was that what they were doing all the time?
1: um most of the time
0: most of the time they'll be gossiping about this one
1: person then to the next uh, to the next person so yeah so that's like the the like the story that i had for like high school and i think that's when i realized that my grades are actually important because my future depends on that grades
0: so i left sorry how come your grades were suffering then were you spending more time with your friends, yeah. like yeah, <laughs> they didn't want to work or how did that affect your, not you not working?
1: Um, so like every time after class and we will just go to like a shopping mall and like go grab yogurt and talk until about 5 PM in the evening. And then by then I'll be too tired to study. And yeah, that cycle just repeats even to the point that sometimes I may skip doing my homework. <laughs>
0: wow and and do you think you were like with them most of the time because you were scared of um of being bullied again or 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 you were just with them for other reasons
1: uh, I was just I was scared because I don't want to be in that position that I was in in primary school uh yeah in ten years old yeah, yeah. so and of course like this like some sort of like pressure to society pressure to be inside of a group so that you feel like accepted and like you feel like you belong in the group yeah so yeah i start doing all these hangouts and neglect my studies and but the good thing is i i did manage to leave because my grades were really rock bottom back then so i decided to take a change and pursue good grades but the thing is, uh, when you spend about two years fooling around, <laughs> you feel like you're lacking so much in your studies. So that's why I felt, I felt inadequate. I felt incompetent towards my studies and my grades were, were not that amazing.
0: And during, so, all of, uh, sorry to during all of this time, like, did you have anyone to speak to? Like maybe your parents or the teachers or a friend, like, did you have anyone to talk to about this?
1: Yeah, I do speak to my parents, but their um, their advice were like just be just be tough, be firm in what you're gonna say, and then they will sooner or later be not interested in like mm. because like um maybe to them like bullying is like um it's just a, a one kind of. just one moment kind of thing so it will pass by eventually once like the group have like a juicier information about another person so they told me to hang on and just to be firm in what i was about to say and make sure that i'm not doing anything wrong so that they won't pick on me
0: And, and did that help you
1: um in a way yes but at the same time, no, because I do felt like I need to be in a in a group because like yeah, like I, I want to feel belong, I want to feel accepted in like a social group. So yeah, I think that's when like the break starts piling up, piling up. So I also felt at this point of time it was my O levels. I really have to buck up on my studies in order to get the grades that I want. So, but the thing is, I, I still am failing at certain subjects. So no matter how much I try, no matter how much effort I studied for like a particular subject, it's still not the grade that I want. So I felt
0: even more upset. How old were you at this point? How old were you then? It was about 15. Okay. Okay. And were you still yeah. with this group? No, I have completely left ah. this group. Oh wow! Okay, so you had the so you just decided that's yeah,
1: it. Yeah, that's it. Because, yeah, thankfully because um, what made sense to me is, uh, my parents managed to intervene and told me, okay, your grades are actually more important than what is happening right now. And so I think they did knock some sense on me. And yeah, I just decided, okay, I really need to focus on my exams. And in this case is the O-level examination. Okay. Yeah. So uh, thankfully (laughs) I I did manage to pass and get the the grades that I want. But then again, I think this is like the peak of um, teenage, like about 18, 19, that's when I think, this is the period of time where i use social media the most so i start having this negative social comparison to other people so like how they portray themselves on social media they look so pretty look so skinny and like they are enjoying all these like vacations in like all different parts of the world and it just i just felt small emotionally small like why can't why am i not there why am i not pretty enough why not beautiful enough so it just pause on and i just look at myself and like why am i so small why am i feeling it so small why do i keep running away from my problems and like being tough all the time so i yeah then um, opportunities do came and yeah i think i was doing better in school i was even offered a leadership position in my um club but then i think i still felt um, lack of confidence in my abilities, even though like, um, I've been complimented that, yeah, I've, I've done the best that I have did. Yeah, but I just felt like I could do more. And wasn't, enough. Yeah, wasn't yeah. enough. yeah. So yeah, so because of all this experience, and especially what triggered it at 10 years old was, I just built this, um, this wall. And unconsciously i just keep piling the bricks higher and higher just to keep people like at arm's length so yeah i just got tired of like believing and giving all my best just to like you know fail in in like the aspects my studies um competitions or whatsoever. And I just felt alone at that point of time. Yeah. I was, yeah, I, I keep failing. I, I've been rejected many times. So because of that, like, I was scared of opening up again. And yeah, I thought it wasn't safe to express my emotions. So yeah, that's when the world just grew higher and higher. Wow. And
0: what what happened then? How did you, like, begin to trust and open up and build your self-esteem? Okay, I think it just happened
1: recently, like when I was age 21. So I managed to graduate from my diplomas course and what struck me instantly was, oh no, where am I going to go? What major I'm going to do, where to go, what I'm supposed to do. So I, it's in a way it's like it's a rock bottom for me where I can't escape my problems there's no like um, there's no like cubicle for me to like run away to and like Mm. just hide myself and I I can't act tough right because I this is something serious that is like going to affect me for like the next 50 years of my life so I can't act tough in this aspect so I was I was just like crying wailing i I was disappointed because I didn't know what to do, and my uh yeah, I was just lost, confused. Did you have anyone and to talk to at this point um it's again my parents right. because yeah i I'm just really blessed with like supportive parents that knows how to talk to me and like and thankfully like someone that I could trust so I can pour all this out to them so yeah I yeah so this was like the disappointing period of my life because I was disappointed at everything my academic abilities my 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 myself as my self-image my then I keep comparing myself with other uni kids from elite schools like why am I not capable enough to enter those elite schools. So that's when I began to worry a lot about the future, like what I'm going to do, um, where am I going to like, where am I going to head on from here onwards. Yeah. So it's just, yeah, there's so many fears back then. So it was just like a downward spiral, you know, like once things close up, it just hits yeah. you in one day. And I think what came, um, what can, what shed a light in it is when I have to register for a university, yeah. which uh, I know that this is my only option to go for. So there is nowhere for me to go except for this university. And in a way, it is a blessing in disguise because right now um, I am in this in this university, and I have experienced
0: uh, positive um, thoughts and like everything has been swimmingly well. But what What happened, did anything, was it just the pressure of going to university or, I mean, what helped you sort of have that, sounds like a mindset shift almost. Yeah. Was there just lots of things?
1: I think it was mainly a mindset shift because when, okay, for me, how I pictured it was there is this shadow behind me. and the only path that i can go forth is like straight so if i so it's like a nowhere to go mindset so if i stop and like be depressed be and dwell in my like downward spiral i'll just be consumed by this darkness behind me and I think so not I think once you have like experienced it, you wouldn't want to stay very long in that shadow place. Mm. So that's when I took a step forth and like told myself, um, "I can't control what happened in the past. I I only can control what happens now." Wow. So in a way, it's just uh, yeah, it's just like a
0: mindset shift. Yeah, well, like a realization that. that it's not the answer is not behind you, yeah. it's in front of you. And you got yeah. to just keep on. Oh, wow.
1: Yeah. And yeah, in a way it tweaked how the way I see things because like at, at every downfall that I experience, um, there is always like a lesson that I can gain from it. So at 10, I, I again a valuable lesson of picking the right friends uh, know that it is actually painful to be gossiped at and to and just because that you are part of this social group doesn't mean that um you can do whatever it takes just to push someone's morale down yeah yeah
0: i think hmm. what would you um what would you say to somebody else who's going through what you went through back then like if they're being bullied by their friends or they're watching somebody be bullied, Like, what advice would you give to somebody now who's going through that? Because I'm sure there's a lot of people going through that now. What would you say to them?
1: I would say that it is important to talk to your friends and your family about that. But in order to do that, you have to be brave to express all these situations and emotions that you're feeling right now to them, and it is definitely not easy because you feel like you're gonna be judged. That you feel like you're not capable enough. You feel like you're just not enough. And but the good news is, at any point, at any downfall, there is always like a lesson to learn, to be learned. So from what I've from 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 my experiences, I've learned how to make good friends how to trust in someone, how to be loyal, how to have friends who are loyal to me to, to one another. And I guess like positive self-talks helps. Like how can I improve from this? What can I learn out of this experience? And just um I, I know it's it's tough right now yeah. because maybe that is the process that you are meant to go through. Because maybe there is something in the future that you can help someone who experienced this much worse or
0: like better or like um yeah so you can ease yeah you can understand you can understand somebody who's going through that no thank you so much michelle that's such an inspiring story and is there anything else you would like to say to our listeners about this Um,
1: i guess What I've said earlier on is just like the what's and the why's. So what I'm feeling, how I do to improve it, but not so much on like the why. So why I decide to break down my wall is because I don't want to be consumed by this darkness. I don't want to experience this darkness throughout my whole life. I just hate and it's tiring to experience hate and neglect. For a very long period of time, and I do not want to live, and I just hate the idea that I am not able to live my life to the and my potentials like to the fullest. Mm. So, it's like you're saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I just want to get out there into the world and just go out for adventure because at every process there is always a lesson not not a failure, it's always a lesson. There's nothing to there's now failure or like nothing to be no nothing for you to feel that because they only gain experience from that. Wow. And so yeah, I, I will be heartbroken or disappointed definitely and I will go through repeatedly throughout the whole course of my life. But at least I'm taking one step at a time. I'm, I'm walking forward into Um, the light and not the darkness behind me. So, yeah, that's the most important thing that I've learned from this. And it is is not an easy feat to break the walls down, especially when, yeah, especially like low self-esteem is pretty common nowadays. Yeah,
0: but But I'm sure... I think that's great advice, though, and I'm sure your story will inspire others and help others. So thank you so much for sharing, Michelle. And thank you for coming on the Foghorn podcast. Thank you for having me.
1: (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Foghorn podcast. We hope you learned something valuable. Please share and leave a comment. Remember,
0: you have a voice and someone needs to hear it.